Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. Um, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Sorry. You look like you're about to fall asleep. Well, I was. I know. I you're... was a little, little nap, power nap. Well, you, I'm sorry. Dig and Jeff and I got in a conversation about some interesting things, and Victor's been waiting very patiently, and I think it was on the verge of a nap when we hit the uh, the go button. Well, that's so. what I do. When I'm not involved <laughs> in the conversation, I just kind of hit the snooze button. I hear you. I hear you. Well, you were here in spirit, right? I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because that's you know you you uh, definitely displayed patience, and that's something that we were going to talk about today. Oddly enough, that was the topic of uh, of the show today. Uh, you know, we've. I was thinking this week, what you know, what what are we going to talk about next? What is the next thing? And and so a lot of times, you know, you and I have talked about this before. We go off our own experiences, where we are in life, and what we've been struggling with, and you know, sometimes sure, it's yeah. from our men's group and. Patience is something that I, you know, I definitely struggle with. In fact, Angela, my wife, asked yesterday, she goes, well, what are you going to do? You know, Deacon Jeff said you can do it show tomorrow. Do you have an idea what you're going to do? And I said, well, yeah, I'm going to do patience. And she, she started, like, out loud laughed. She goes, you're going to do show on patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes, you're going to. I said, well, it's not a, it, it's, it's not a how-to. It's, it's, it's trying to find right. out through my own failures, you know, how we could talk about this. So it's something I struggle with in, in a lot of aspects of my life. I am, you know, patience is a virtue. It's one I don't own, you know, not all the time, at least not the way I'd like. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit today. You know, it, it, when, the more we talk to men, there's a, guy, a lot of guys, they say that's one thing that they really struggle with is I just have a temper or my, my, I have a short fuse or you hear all these phrases. Sure. But really what it gets down to is, is the ability to be patient and to be in the present moment and all of that. Well, that's the thing with being patient is really an aspect of every virtue. Because mm-hmm. really, it's like an umbrella underneath temperance and fortitude. Um, also, it's a spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone has it, but you can try to uh, attain a closeness to it. Sure. You know. Well, see, while you were talking, I just wanted to talk. I was just thinking, well, here. Right, you're waiting for me to stop talking, weren't you? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm like, stop talking. No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it's something that we really need to talk about. You know, I, I like some of these shows that we do where there's, there's just everyday topic, you know, and, and that's what this is you know saint augustine i was looking for quotes and he said that patience is the companion of wisdom so as i mentioned before if that's the truth i'm, I'm the dumbest guy in the room a lot but but it's something that we need to be able to practice as men in our lives it affects everything it affects our relationship with our children it affects our relationship with our wife and obviously our relationship with god mm-hmm. and so those are the three things that really want to kind of talk about today and and it's hard in this world that and we talk about this so much and all these different topics that the world is just one of it's 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 now become a world of convenience and instant gratification you know we've really lost this virtue of patience it's it's i want what i want i want it now i should have it now uh, all these smartphones where you can get your information your news instantaneously you know yesterday i got a buddy that's supposed was supposed to come in town tomorrow philip and uh you know angela texted me and said well is he still coming and i go well i don't know why he wouldn't be and she goes well there's it's flooding in new orleans and I just instantly get on my phone and go, well, yeah, sure is. I don't know if he's coming. But everything now is so instant. Like the, our right. information and our, our wants and our needs well, the, are. Yeah, the world's yeah. a giant drive through. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> so everyone think, everything, my informa- like you're saying, information, food, 
convenience, everything mm-hmm. is like in, in on my time. Is this is where it needs to be fulfilled? Right, and so what it can do is it really breeds very easily into this selfishness and this self-centered again. Right, it's just an offshoot of that. Is is you know in a world where I should have what I what I want when I want it, then why am I not? And I want it now, and all these things. And and so you know as we grow older, we can still have that immaturity of a child in the fact that that's you know I want the things that I want. So you know that's that's one thing I want to talk about because with our children, I just want to start there it can be very dangerous, right? If, if we're living an impatient life, then obviously everything we're doing is a model to them. They're seeing it, they're sponges. So if we're if we're impatient in the way that we're driving a car, even, you know, a guy didn't move quick enough, so you're honking and laying on the horn and cussing and hollering and all that stuff, your kid is, is seeing that. That's the way I treat people, right? That's the way I'm supposed to react when things don't go my way. So I've, I find myself a lot having to having to check myself in that regard. Um, you know, with the kids when I'm, I'm working or something, they're coming up and they just want daddy for a minute, right? Even if it's just, dad, can I get an ice cream or can I get a dessert after? And I'm, I got to finish this text right now. You know, if I don't finish this, I'm, my head's going to explode and I got to finish it. So not now, kids, not now. And we, we build this, can easily cause this divide in that relationship with why a lot of people wonder why, and I did for a long time, why, do, why does my child go to mom so much? Because generally they're more understanding, they're a little bit more patient than, than at least Angela is, than I can be at sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the last thing we want is to divide, to put any more division between a father and a daughter or a father and a son than we already have. So, you know, that's one aspect of my life I've really been thinking about is how can I be more present to my kids? And that's really what we're talking about is the presence of the moment. You know, the other night they asked me to sit down and watch a movie with them. Well, it was the night for our study group, and I wanted to make sure guys were going to show up. So I'm sitting there needy, individually texting every guy. Hey, you going to be here tonight? We really need you. Hadn't seen you in a while. We're better when you're here. And, you know, I hear my kids throughout the first five minutes of the movie. Dad, are you going to watch? You're not watching the movie. Oh, yeah, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I'm listening to it. But you said you were going to watch a movie with us. And I, and I just, it hit me right then. I go, man, what am I teaching my children right now that everything else I'm doing is more important than them? And I don't have the patience to wait to do this later did it why does it matter right now you know why everything i'm called to live in this present moment so that's that's one of the things that i've run into with the kids i I don't know if you've got something similar but right you know well patience is taught i mean mm -hmm. like you said by observing modeled behavior is the easiest way for kids to really to grasp you know something to practice themselves you know like you were saying like whenever you get to the point where you're frustrated anger and you say words that you're not supposed to be words and you know and then you get a call from school saying hey uh ella said this you know or jacob said this you're like well how uh, i don't know why he got here how do you hear that voice you know that 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 word and you're like oh well i say it probably almost all the time when i'm driving and 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 that's what it is where we are here to be modeled servants for christ but also modeled um, modeled excuse me mm-hmm. modeled uh fathers for our children Right. So that when they grow up, they kind of have an aspect of kind of what it is to be, uh, to be a good father, to be a good uh, husband, um, and same for our women, or for our girls, is to be how to be um, kind to you know uh, their spouse and so mm-hmm. forth. And, and it's, it's a double uh, entree of like teaching each other. Right. You know, I learn from my kids just as much as they learn from me. So. Well, and we're in a world that like we've talked about with so many other things that are just trying to distract your children. Mm-hmm. And, get their attention devices tv like it just it's everywhere that the one thing that you're called to do is to be the difference in that right to call them back into this 
this this living life a certain way, the living the faith, all that. And when the person that's supposed to be that buffer, that that savior, that I don't say savior, that's the wrong term, but that person that's supposed to be that light in their life of how I'm supposed to live, when we're acting that way and that's the way they're being received, you know, then it teaches them then this is the way I'm supposed to act. Like mm-hmm. I handle things when it's when it's on my time. When I'm done with things that I think are important, then I'll deal with other people. Mm-hmm. And that speaks directly against the teaching of Christ that we're supposed to be a gift in other people's lives and we're supposed to be available and care more for others than we do ourselves. So that's one thing that really drew me into that this week. Um, you know, another thing is with your wife. You know, and Angela, would, this is probably why she made that joke. She knows that I'm not very patient with her. Right now, we're in the middle of, uh, we're, she didn't want to paint some of the rooms of the house and she's painted splotches over the walls and she keeps asking me over and over again, you know, hey, when, when are we going to make a decision? We need to, we got the guy coming. When are we going to, and I've always got something else, right? Like I've got the phone in my hand or the laptop doing work or this or that. And, and I, it's not that I don't want to help. It's just I don't want to make the decision, right? So, you know, I'm not being very patient. I'm saying, well, what I need to do is more important. And then we'll get to what you want to do. And that causes a lot of problems. And, and, it, and it did for a long time. And my relationship with her was everything else was more important than her. And I don't have patience for what she needs because I have all this other stuff I have to do. And and so it, that could damage that relationship with your wife as well. It, it's And if that's not right, nothing else in the family is right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really have tried to try to work, you know, think about this and, and work on this with how can I be more present to my wife and to her needs and to put everything else and to, just to realize that we've, we as men, we can we convince ourselves that what we have to do right then is so important. But there's never an end to that, right? Like there's always going to be a next thing. So we go, well, if I get done with this, then I'll be done with that. And then I can just give some time to her and then I'll do this and I'll do this and this. The list never ends. There's never going to be a point where you go, okay, I'm finally done. Right. Because we're never finally done. We're good at making priorities for other things. Yeah. I mean, that's where if, if people are list writers, you know, uh, they have a list of expectations that's going on. There's always going to be something that comes new to trump that that plan to do something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so it just, you know, one of the verses I saw that really spoke to that, the relationship with the wife and the children, just how we're supposed to be patient with people, period, is in, in Ephesians 4, 2. He says, I then, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience, and bearing with one another through love. You know, that's one of the toughest things. I think it's really tough for men is because we don't, we're doers. We're tillers of the garden, right? We're supposed to be workers. We're supposed to get stuff done. That's what we're told, and that's the way we're made. So we struggle with that. And a lot of times there's that lack of patience. We lack that virtue because you're impeding, like, it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't. you're not important to me. But I have stuff to do, right? I've got to get this stuff done or I'm not being a man. I'm not, I'm not answering the call that I've been inherently given. I've got to do stuff. I've got to go build something. You know, Jerry Seinfeld used to have a joke that, you know, the reason that they put up tarps around work, work sites is to keep all the men from coming in and looking at what you're doing. Like, right? Because yeah. guys are doers. They want to be involved and right. see how, something. How deep are you digging that hole, that support hole? Right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> he right. said that's why there's always a hole no, cut. No, use a three-quarter one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's why there's always a hole cut in the tarp right. because some guys rip it open to see what's <laughs> right. going on in there. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the way we are, you know, sometimes unwittingly to our family. And, and, and so what we're saying to them is just, you know, that message is coming off, you're not important. And we're so quick to rush to the next thing, to look to the future, to what's next, that we don't realize that that's the message we're sending to them and the damage we're causing in that relationship. Where it hit me in the face is when I'm done with the things that I think I need to do, and then I go seek them out, and they're like, I don't, 
like i'm past that now you know i don't want to mm-hmm. ride bikes i went with mom or mom took a swimming or we did this or angela says you know what i'm going to read my book now because i wanted to spend time with you earlier and you didn't you weren't available so now i'm doing this and then i get my feelings hurt right like i'm just well, what do you mean you don't want to hang out with me i'm not important to you and all that stuff and it, it so we it, we're not living that right and so that, it's just something that i think I, I had on my heart this week that a lot of guys i know they're struggling with because i struggle with it men in our group have talked about it like patience is one of the things that I want to be good. And as soon as I snap, as soon as I push away, I realize I've done something wrong, but I don't know how to fix that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that to speak into that, we have to be able to talk about our relationship with the Father. You know, we watched a video last night in our group that talked about our relationship with, with the Heavenly Father. And I think a lot of where, if things aren't going right with the way we're treating people, you have to look at how are you how's your relationship with God? How are how are you treating him? And the reason I bring that up is because, you know, God uses this all of this to fracture I mean not God, the devil uses all of this to fracture our faith. So if we're not giving God the time, then we can we can start building into this whole image that God's not giving us what we want, right? We're all asking for things in prayer. We always want th- we all want things to happen in our life. But so oftentimes when they don't, we get angry with God. We get impatient. We say, Lord, why aren't you doing this? Like, I, I, I'm here, but I want to be there. And why aren't you letting this happen? And, and you know, if that's fractured in our relationship with God, that we're looking at him as if it's our fault, that it's his fault that we're not having something. Or we're not, we got to stop and look at what are we giving him time, right? You know, Jesus was so, is so patient with all of us. Yeah. There were so many years where I was so far away from where I am now and what he was calling me to. He wasn't knocking me over and grabbing my shirt and going, why won't you listen to me? Why won't you give me time? He was patient, but yet we're not patient with them. And it's something that that I begin to see that it, it, when, I, when I'm not patient with God and when I'm not praying and I'm not spending the time with them that I need to be, I'm not doing that with anybody, with my family, with my wife, with my kids, any of that stuff. So that's something I really want to talk about today is and get your opinion on too, well, is is do you see that come over in your life as well too with the um how do you put this the the congruence of the time you spend with god and the in the listening and the being in the moment and the patience how does that affect the other parts of your life Sure. well i mean like what you're what you're saying is kind of the path of uh being centered in your life mm-hmm. and that's when when you allow god to really envelop you in the aspect of re- reading praying and attending Mass, uh, but also being partaking of the other sacraments, uh, your life is pretty well aligned mm-hmm. with God's will. And when you're aligned with God's will, then you have the ability to see uh, others in, in hurt or pain, but also other people's uh, needs before your own. And and that's why I think patience is like is a huge kind of like a would you say a missing piece a puzzle for a lot of our lives because once you find that piece you, you you feel what it's like to have patience to 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 receive patience in the spiritual form and and you realize wow this day went really well because i i just let things happen i was present but i didn't force anything i let things happen i i was really um open with my wife i was really patient with my kids i was really I took time to hear what they needed to tell me, mm-hmm. and 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 when you have those days, you're like, I want more the more days like that. Sure, yeah. yeah, and it's you bring up a good point. Like, I think part of it is 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 we get out of there's a plan for all of us. We've talked about that before. God has a plan, 
and we start getting off and we veer off that path and that plan and we start building our own plan and we find ourselves anxious and worried and overworked and never able to catch up and always seems like there's not enough time in the day and it's because we're trying to build our own path we're trying to build our own plan and it's not it's not matching up with what God is asking us so I think a lot of the fact of having no patience is the fact that we have no peace and if you have no patience you have no peace because joy and happiness what we all want you know we had Damon Owens on here one time talking about joy and how to find it and all of that you only find that in the present moment you know if we're looking to the future of what if I could only have this if this would only happen God if you'd only give me this then I'd be happy then I'd have what I want I promise I wouldn't ask for anything else this is it God just give me this there's never an end to that mm-hmm. because you're never happiness is never you know across the parking lot is something you can't grab you can only get what's in your right in front of you in that moment and so I think that the lack of patience comes but patience comes because we're always looking to the next thing we have forgotten that virtue of patience to look and just say you know what there's a moment here and God gave me this moment and man I am missing it you know, you always hear people say life went by in a flash like stop and smell the roses it's true you turn on you look at your kids now they were in your hand you know holding them with one hand five minutes ago and now they're nine ten eleven whatever they are and I think it's because we have forgotten to just be able to be in that moment you know it, for an example you know with Jacob I took him fishing there night. he has been wearing me out to go fishing the kid is just on fire for going fishing now so a buddy of ours, John Hoffman, said, hey, y'all come out here to my place and go fishing. That was Tuesday night of this week. So we get out there. We're going to get in the boat. We got the trolling motor, the battery. We got the rod and reels. Got him set up to catch a brim, all this stuff. He's excited. And, you know, all I heard all week was, Dad, we're going fishing. Never take me fishing. Take me fishing. Wearing me out. Drawing on my patience. I was like, fine, we'll just have patience. We'll go eventually. So we get out there. We get in the boat. And about five minutes in, he's like, hey, uh, when are you know what what are we gonna have for dinner tonight like when do you think do you think mom's home now do you think like how long do you think she's been home like what are we gonna watch a movie tonight like you know dad are are you gonna are we done like we've been there 30 minutes maybe are we gonna fish anymore like i I don't know i want to do this anymore and i'm sitting there going son like just relax like enjoy the moment like you wanted to be here with me and now we're here and you're worried about all these other things like stop it it's there's no need for that there'll be time for those things but you're missing the moment you wanted you know, really what you wanted was to spend time with dad. And that's, you know, but now you're missing that because you're worried about everything else that's not here. Put, put the pole in your hand and put it in the water. Yeah. And just enjoy this moment. If we catch something, we do. If we don't, we don't. But we've had this moment. And it made me stop and think when I got home that night, you know, I really started, how do, how am I, how can I make this better for him? So I started interacting with him differently while we are fishing. I showed him things. It's like, look, let's put a different rig on that and show you how to bass fish. And we just... All of a sudden, he got back into it. But it made me stop and think, like, is this how I go to God? Like, God, I'm here to pray. You know, I'm waiting to pray with you. And then my mind's going to the grocery list and what i got to do tomorrow and who i got to call back and what show I've got on my DVR. And it is, am I playing Jacob and God's playing me in that in that moment of, of, like, he just wants me to enjoy that moment with him. It's not about what I say or what I do or what's coming next. It's just be. Mm-hmm. And it was just a powerful, that, that really was a catalyst of this show this week, was going like, wow, here I am irritated with him, but how how often is God feeling this way and how I'm treating him? Right, and what you're touching is kind of like a, uh, a topic that Fulton Sheen, Bishop Archbishop Fulton Sheen said, uh, the holy hour. I mean, he did that every day because it was essential for him to, to be dialed in to what he was supposed to be doing. 
Um, and, and, you know, we need a sense of the, of the same thing, whether mm-hmm. it's sitting in front of the tabernacle or sitting in silent prayer or reading or some form per day. You know, it doesn't have to be an hour, but mm-hmm. it's the time to spend intimately with sure. developing your faith and, and getting to know God. And, and, and you know, another thing you, you talked about earlier about, you know, Jesus and how, how patient he was with us, but how mm-hmm. patient was he coming to us, the earth? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, here he is, son of, son of the creator, the architect of the universe. He comes down at 12 years old. He's already, like, like wiser than most teachers in the temple, but yet he had to wait another 18 years to begin his ministry. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, you know, hello. I mean, and, um, and that, that's, the, that's the amazing thing is that if he was patient, then I can be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, and he had every right to say, I'm going to start my ministry at 12 years old now. I got all these people's attention. They're, they're amazed I'm 12 years old, and I, and I know the law back and front. I mean, can you imagine uh, like going to Mass and you see a 12-year-old ordained as a priest? Yeah. Give them the homily. I mean, we'd be like, whoa. It's like the Doogie Howser's right. priest. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's, that's the attention he drew when he was in the temple. Yeah. I mean, and, and that was all through patience. He said, no, I want to go back to my home, be with my uh, mother, and to be with Joseph, and to grow there where God needs me to be. Sure. Yeah. Well, he was patient in his suffering, too. You know, when oh, he yeah. was on that cross, all the things that he endured— he didn't. He wasn't going. Hey, God, can you hurry this up? Because I'm really excited about the resurrection and like going back to heaven with you. And can we speed this up? Can you snap your finger and make this go away? He 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 endured and was patient through that suffering. And and that's another thing we struggle with as men is just we get it. Or, or people in general is is bad things happen to us. Our trials, our tribulations, and we we want them to be over so quick. We're just like, when did God please stop? Like mm-hmm. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Just make this. Like what did I do to you? You know all of these things that come through our mind. And it's like we miss the, the, the power of that suffering. We've done a show on suffering, but we miss the graces that flow from that. And it's, you know, it's like those failures, the times you fall, you know, you, you're, those aren't failures. Those are times that you learn that wasn't the way to do something. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I find myself, and you, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. Thank goodness I have such good friends and brothers in my life that I get sometimes anxious about this whole ministry thing. I'm like, God, what are you calling me to next? I have this fire with me in me. And I, I know I'm supposed to do this. I know I'm supposed to do that. And, and, you know, Ansel will stop and say, well, you know, there was a time when when if you could just work in ministry, that was like that was what you wanted, and you're doing that now, but now you want this, and now you want that. And and, and it's just a, it, it's a gut check, you know, that, that until we can learn to be like Christ, what he said is like, and, and John Paul II, that was his whole teaching, is that present moment to be just there, whether it's with your child, with your, with your wife, with the person at church, because you can't really... Uh, you can't be good to anybody when you're not there, right? Mm-hmm. We're called to, to evangelize and to help people and to be be a gift in, in people's lives, but we can't do it if if physically we're there, but mentally we're somewhere else. We're worrying about the next thing, and and you know people can see that as well. They can tell that like, okay, you're just this is your, I'm on your checklist, and then you're going to yeah. do that, you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. So that's what I think is so important about patience. It, it's one of those things. It's one of the virtues that you gotta have or everything else is gonna be messed up. And you know, I'm working, I fail at it, I'm terrible at it. I'm telling you now on this radio show, I am not a very patient person. But the things that we have to do is we have to pray into it. We have to trust that God is, the moment we're in is where we're supposed to be. I think that's the other part of it is we don't trust that. We think, you know God, like I'm over here, I don't know how I got here, but I know, I'm 100% sure you want me over there. And most of the time he's going, no, I got you right where you need to be. Mm-hmm. 
may not be what you want. Yeah. You know, I was in adoration here the other night praying about that. And I flipped open a, a Bible that had an excerpt from a priest. And it said at the bottom, it said, being a Christian is not about how you feel or what you want. It's more about what God wants. And a lot of times I have to have that gut check of like, yeah, I may see that I need to be doing this. And this is the trajectory I see myself on, trajectory. But that's not God's. And that patience, if I don't if I don't embrace that, if we don't embrace that as men and learn to, to, to be able to tame that, that desire to be somewhere else, to be in the future, to be doing all the other things, choosing the better part in that moment is what we've got to learn to do. Because if we're not, we're not going to be who we need to be for everybody in our life. Uh, you know, it's just, it's something that's very, very hard lesson to do. But, but God says it to us in Galatians 6, 9. He says, let us not grow tired of doing good. In due time, we will reap our harvest if we don't give up. He's calling us through that verse, through Paul, saying, like, look, do what you're called to here and now. There's good to be done here. And I'm telling you, if you will just focus on this, what you want is nothing compared to what the, what I'm going to give you, you know, when, right. when you've done what I've asked. Well, it's like live in the present. Focus on where you are. Yeah. Like, like someone said, grow where you're planted. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know who said that, but I hear from a lot of people. There you go. Uh, Deacon Jeff Deacon just raised Jeff. his hand, so, so we'll <laughs> go ahead. Give him a and, dollar now. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but but that's that's what we need to focus on. We need to remind ourselves all the time when we we have this agenda to to do something different than what we're we think we need to do, and say, all right, well, whose will is this? Mm-hmm. Is this is this my own desire, or is it God actually pushing me to do something? Yeah, and that's you know that's the thing is I was looking for saints quotes I found just a random quote that wasn't attributed to anybody but it said patience is the ability to count down before you blast off and it had a picture of a rocket on it you know and I was like you know that's 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 it must smart. be Hallmark yeah, yeah or somebody right. <laughs> like I don't know somebody made some money on it right. but it's smart it's like man don't don't just don't bypass that that preparation to get to where you are you know because you're gonna miss so much in life you're gonna not have the relationships you want with the father or your family mm-hmm. or the people around you and you can't be the Christian you're called to be when you're always looking to something else when you when you don't have that virtue of patience and so the last verse I'll leave you with as we close the show out here is Jeremiah 29 11 the Lord says for I know the plans I have in mind for you plans for your welfare and not for your woe so as to give you a future of hope mm-hmm. leave it to him be patient let his plan be the one that works for you yes so why don't we take that to prayer right now and let's pray for patience. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, sometimes it seems like everything in our bodies tell us to go, go, go. The rat race of the world calls us to be doing and going 90 miles an hour, 24 hours a day. Help us to embrace the gift of the present moment. And Father, whenever we find ourselves feeling unsettled, fill our hearts with the peace that comes from the virtue of patience. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.